Welcome to There's a Tap for That. I'm your host, Sonia Sophia, and I am grateful to show you a fast way to feel emotional freedom. Tapping's a tool for the times. I like to think of it as emotional hygiene. Tapping is a scientifically validated way for you to change your brain chemistry and super boost your immune system at the same time. You can literally change your life with your own two hands. Tapping helps you fast forward through stress, triggers, fear, memories, and things that drive bad habits. It basically helps you heal what happened so you can feel happy, stay healthy, and get stuff done. Here's the quick start if you're new to tapping. Feel free to fast forward through this one minute explanation if you're already a tapper. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. It was created by Stanford engineer Gary Craig in 1995. You'll find 25 years worth of research at worldtappingcircle.com. During today's tap, I'll show you how to use your fingers to tap along acupuncture meridians to physically stimulate a subtle flow of electricity to help your body somatically process cellular memory. It sounds complicated, but it's really easy. As we tap, we'll simply acknowledge our experience and add some empathy, love, acceptance, and positive affirmations at the end. This helps you clear and reprogram the circuits in your brain and body. Just a heads up that during the tap, your body might start off-gassing stored stress. Most of this will happen as you breathe, yet it could also involve yawning, burping, laughing, crying, tingling, or simply show up as sudden realizations. If you're listening to this podcast in a public space, feel free to simply tap your fingers together under the table or wiggle your toes in your shoes. The meridian lines go there too. Now on to today's tap. Hello, welcome to another episode of There's a Tap for That. This time I want to talk about losing ourselves in relationship. It's happened to me many times and the older I've gotten, the wiser I've gotten and the more I've been able to understand what's happening and start to prevent that from happening and taking over my life and eventually kind of ruining the relationship. So what I noticed for me is that at the beginning of a relationship, I'm centered in myself. There's an attractive energy that's happening between myself and another person. And then there's this subtle sensing of what the other person likes and what the other person doesn't like. And it's so subtle that you might not notice it happening. Oh, I got a compliment when I wore this or... I got a raised eyebrow when I said that and we start to take these subtle cues and gently sort of edit our expression around this other person to fit more what we think that they like or what they expect. And at first it's very innocent because, well, yeah, I can not wear those high heels or oh, you like makeup or you don't like makeup or you prefer if, you know, we eat at this time or 
we want to do this or that and we chose what you wanted to do and that's fine for this time, right? There's no problem with that to shift things to um, be gracious or to create more excitement or a sense of safety and security for our new person. However, the more we spend time with them and the more that becomes ingrained, the less we're feeling our own preferences and desires and it tends to accumulate and then it can end up in a big fight, right? Where you're like, hey, we always do what you want to do or I stopped doing this. I stopped listening to my music when we were together and your friend says, well, I never asked you to do that. No, they didn't, right? So here's where it gets tricky. You got to stay connected to who you are and what you love and what matters to you um, while you're in relationship. That means the person that you were when you attracted them is actually the person that you like being and the person they're attracted to. So that's one thing is to make sure that you're not setting up habits that just become entrenched and ingrained, that you're also setting things up for what work for you and discussing these small little shifts so that you stay conscious. The second point I want to make is that we all try to balance our lives with social time, with personal time, with hopefully with spiritual practice time, with focus on our work, focus on our um, careers and our families. So there's this way of balancing our lives. And when you bring a new person in, especially with something as exciting as sexual energy connected to them, it can be very um, distracting from the other areas of our lives. And at first we just want to run headlong in that direction. Maybe it's been a long time since you've been sexually active or maybe um, it just feels so good to be held and it's so refreshing and it's so healing. And then we notice that we haven't spent time with our girlfriends. We notice that we skipped a workout or two. We notice that we're staying up later and not doing our morning practices. The things that actually center us in ourselves, in our lives, um, we stop doing them. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's going to that yoga class. So again, what I want to say is at first, it doesn't matter. After six weeks, it starts to feel funky. After six months, you're not yourself anymore. You're not feeling happy. You've lost connection in so many ways to yourself and your friends and your family. So it's challenging to do, which is why we're about to do a tab for that, um, because it's sort of like being on a drug and your body is literally producing uh, the strongest drugs <laughs> that your body was made to produce. It's euphoric. You are literally on a new brain chemistry in love and nothing else matters and everything looks beautiful. So much like being on drugs, your life seems fine. And then when you come off of them, it's like, whoa, what happened to my life? My house is a mess. I've gained weight. I, I'm not in touch with the people that support me. I've stopped, you know, taking care of so many small things. So... We're going to do a tap for losing ourselves in relationship 
so that we have a better understanding of what's going on and an easier time blending them into our schedule, making room for them in our own lives, in our own ways, so that we stay centered and grounded in ourselves, which is actually very sexy, very attractive. We stay whole and we stay balanced while expanding to allow another person into our hearts, into our schedules, into our rhythm and into our routine, and that we have the courage to discuss these little things without shaming ourselves for slipping back into that pattern or blaming our partner that it's actually their fault that they're awesome and distracting and sexy and inspiring to be with. So here we go. Dropping down to the front of the chest, finding the sore spots in the upper pectoral, upper breast tissue region, giving them a gentle massage, taking a few deep breaths. <sighs> Repeating after me, remembering that you can change these words to more perfectly reflect your own situation. Even though I tend to lose myself in relationships, I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Big deep breath. <sighs> and tap the eyebrows beginning of the eyebrows. Even though I lose myself in relationships, sliding down the eyebrows, tapping at the temples, I'm open to loving and accepting myself. And tap the front of the cheeks. So just tune in to the last time you lost yourself, your sense of your own life in a relationship tapping under the nose and how it made you feel. Maybe it made you feel like you were trying to please someone. Tapping under the lips. Maybe it made you feel like you didn't know who you were anymore. Didn't recognize your own life. Tapping down to the front of the chest. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Even though I let things slide and lost my center, big deep breath, and became unhappy. Tap down to the front of the ribs, this unhappy feeling. So just tuning in again to how it felt to let go of what mattered to you and to find yourself oriented around someone else's dreams, someone else's agenda. And tapping the side of the ribs, nipple height, side seam of the body. I'm open to loving and accepting myself, even though I picked up this habit. Where did you pick up this habit? Go back to your childhood and see if the person or people who raised you did the same thing. Tap the inside of the wrist. Big deep breath, big sigh. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Tapping the inside of the wrist. 
even though I saw, and then who did you see do this? Or feel do this? And say it out loud. I saw my mom do this, even though I saw my mother do this with my dad or my stepdad. Big deep breath. Tapping the side of the thumb. If you put your hand like you're gonna karate chop something, you're doing the side of your thumb at the side of the nail. I give myself permission to stay connected to myself, my goals, my dreams, my body, and my own priorities. Tap down to the index finger, side of the index finger, next to the fingernail. I give myself permission to stay connected. Big deep breath. And sigh. Tap the middle finger. I give myself permission to stay connected to my own dreams. Tapping the bottom of the fourth finger, switch sides. The side of the bottom of your fourth finger that's closest to your little finger. Big deep breath. I give myself permission to stay connected to my center. Tap the little finger back to the original edge. I love and respect myself. Big deep breath. <sighs> and tapping the side of the hand. If your hands like you're gonna karate chop something, this is where the karate chop would land, that fleshy side of your hand. I give myself permission to accept myself exactly as I am. So big deep breath, just accepting where you're at with this process. Maybe you're way off center and you've been off center for a while. Just accept for now where you're at. I give myself permission to notice this tendency in myself, tapping the top of the head, to give my power away, tapping the sides of the head, the back of the head, to defer to my partner's wishes or preferences all the time or most of the time. Big deep breath. And back to the eyebrow point. Why do I do this? Ask yourself out loud three times, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Why do I do this? Sliding down the eyebrow to the edge of the temple. What's the answer? What popped up in your head? I do this because I want them to love me. I do this because I want them to like me. Tap the cheeks, big deep breath. I do this because I'm afraid of being alone. Tapping under the nose. Say out loud again why you think you're doing this. Big deep breath. <sighs> Tapping under the lips. I love and accept myself 
even if I continue to do this the rest of my life. That's going to sound weird to say, right? But I guarantee you that if you give yourself permission and you put your loving attention here, this pattern will start to dissolve. So tapping your chest, I give myself full permission to lose my center in relationships the rest of my life if that's what's working well for me. Big deep breath. <sighs> Tapping the front of the ribs. I'm open to loving and forgiving myself. No matter how old this pattern is, tap the side of the ribs. No matter how deep this pattern goes, Tap the inside of the wrist. It's safe for me to heal this. Tap the side of the thumb. It's safe for me to come back to center. Big deep breath. To learn how to orient my life around my own soul's loving guidance. Tapping the index finger. Sometimes it's okay to move in the direction they want to go. Tap the middle finger. And I'm always checking in with myself to see if that's where I want to go to. Tapping the bottom of the fourth finger. Big deep breath. <sighs> And tap the little finger. I'm allowing myself to learn how to negotiate for my needs to be met. Tap the side of the hand to be as valid and as important. Big deep breath. Tapping the top of the head, I'm allowing my needs to be as valid and as important as my partner's. Tapping the eyebrows. What would that be like to feel that my needs mattered as much? Tap the temples. My preferences matter as much? Tapping the front of the cheeks and breathe. <sighs> Tapping under the nose. I forgive myself for being afraid. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid that if you bring your needs up that, or your desires or your preferences, that it's going to start a fight or it's going to make them uncomfortable or it's easier for you to go in their direction but harder for them to come in yours? Maybe it's easier for you to not do your yoga because they don't like doing yoga and they don't want to do it with you. Tapping under the lips. I love and accept myself. Big deep breath. Tapping the chest. I give myself permission to stay grounded in my own needs and my own practices. Tapping the front of the ribs, bottom of the ribs because it makes me happy. Tap the front of the ribs and the side of the ribs. And it brings me joy, right? So tapping the inside of the wrist, we're almost done. 
So let's just think about that for a second. Keep tapping your wrist while you listen. If it brings you joy to take this time for yourself, to be with your girlfriends or to spend time alone or to do your inner work, to go to workshops, to journal, to exercise, whatever it is, and it enhances your life, does it also enhance your partner's experience of you because you're happier, you're glowing, you're feeling more like yourself? Tap the side of the thumb. It's possible, repeat after me, it's possible that staying connected to what brings me joy and happiness, tap the, tap the index finger, also brings them joy and happiness by relating to me, tap the middle finger. It brings them joy and happiness as well because I'm happier, I'm healthier, I'm more stable. Tap the bottom of the fourth finger. Big deep breath. So just look at that. Notice that when we lose our center, it puts all this pressure on another person to fill in those gaps that we abandoned, right? And then we start feeling irritated with them being like, you need to make me happy in all these ways. I gave up so much. But if I stay connected to my goals, my dreams, my practices, then they just get to be them and they can meet me where they meet me. And it releases this false expectation that somehow I have to be given back to because I've sacrificed so much. So tap the little finger. I love and accept myself and I give myself the possibility of enjoying my life, tap the side of the hand, and sharing that joy with my partner, tap the top of the head. It's my job to cultivate my own happiness. Let's say that again. It's my job to cultivate my own happiness. Tap the eyebrows. What are the things that you know bring you joy that often get sidelined when you're in relationship. Can you name two or three? Tapping the temples and breathing. <sighs> Is it dancing? Is it eating certain foods or going certain places or taking special time to be with friends or to go someplace that brings you a lot of peace or adventure, tapping under the nose. I give myself permission to hold on to and then say those things. Tapping under the lips and breathe. <sighs> tapping the chest, we're almost done. I give myself permission to hold on to these things and to enjoy them. Tap the front of the ribs so that I can bring the best me to this relationship. 
Tap the side of the ribs. Big, deep breath. This is in service of my relationship. Tap the inside of the wrist. This is in service to love. Good job. Tapping all over the body. I want you to get used to saying five or six loving things to yourself. Tapping anywhere you feel like you want to tap on your body. You're covered in these meridian points. Five loving statements about you to you. So I would say to myself, Sonia, I love you. Thank you for caring about peace and love and harmony in this world. What are you going to say to you? (sighs) All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of There's a Tap for That. If you want more tapping time with me, jump into the World Tapping Circle. I'm there every week doing a live stream. If you miss it, you'll get emailed the video and all the videos get uploaded where there's hundreds and hundreds of taps waiting for you. And I guarantee you there is a tap for that. So I look forward to tapping with you again on this podcast and hopefully I will also see you in the circle. My intention is to help as many people learn tapping as I can. Any way you can help with that mission is greatly appreciated. If this episode helped you, please pass it along. Another quick way to help people is by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple iTunes. Your words and stars help empower others who are desperately in need of this life-changing skill. And lastly, if you got something from this and you want to do more, join me in the World Tapping Circle, the world's largest tapping live stream happening every Monday. The link to come tap with us is in the show notes. You can reach out to me via email at support at worldtappingcircle.com. And always remember, there's a tap for that.